Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast is now on the air. Yaqwa's Radio, Yaqwa's Ministry. I'll be your host. By name, your seer, Israel, of Sea Royal. We're doing a series called Sea Royal, the nobles of Yaqwa, Judah. Clean house, fix the blame, and solve the problem. But we were teaching on a lesson that um, a camp called. Why do you teach so much on Israel and Israelites only and not about everybody else? Well, that's a good point. And we taught on a couple of nights on it, but we have to have a detour off it. So what we'll do, we don't know what we're going to get back on, but i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to see who will find out who will be on stage. And whatever Luke 12, 12 give us, that's what we're going to do. Let's find out who's going to be on stage for the, that's coming on stage right now. And then we'll dictate which way the lesson should go. And and who we see stage for the nice episode part six, we see Mother G F Israel. One of the most out of count one, we see that Mother Israel come on stage and get this um part six going. Let's find out can we get old mother to holler that microphone. On some dust days, Yaqua. Mother G of Israel, the tribe of Yaqua Judah. Yaqua be there, see Royal. Yaqua bless you, Seer Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua, that mother. G of Israel. Are you saved to have in the microphone for the next episode, that mother? Well, yeah. Well, hallelujah. Well, well, like I said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always excited every day that I come on these broadcasts because I know what this man has shown to fear, and we just going to see if we get something going on, Mother. So if you don't mind, Mother, take your take time and you look at Luke chapter 12, verse 12, and and holler that microphone a little bit, and 
We okay. on the international side, there was nine hundred thousand strong on the international side, and they want to hear something. I want to hear something. So, but it's all start with Mother D of Israel looking at Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. What does it say, there, Mother? Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, Mo. I believe that. But I do have a, I do have a, uh, a look. I got to play this, mother. Maybe if I play this, then because Luke twelve twelve, we we know which way that we gotta go. Let me play this first, mother. Let me see what I got here to play first. Then we gonna see if we analyze from this right here. See what this right here. He himself has made me Lord of all creatures. I am God of this earth. I am to bring the entire earth under subjection. I am man. I am Adam. I was fashioned from the dust of the ground by the Lord's hand. He himself has made me Lord of all creatures. I am God of this earth. I am to bring the entire earth under subjection. I am man. I am. Adam, I was fashioned from the dust of the ground by the Lord's hand. He himself has made me Lord of all creatures. I am God of this earth. I am to bring the entire earth under subjection. I am man. I am Adam. The Pope, according to Wikipedia, head of the church is a title given in the New Testament to Jesus. In Catholic ecclesiology, Jesus Christ is called the invisible head, the heavenly head, while the Pope is called the visible head or the earthly head. Therefore, the Pope is often and officially called the vicar of Christ by the faithful. The Pope, according to Wikipedia, head of the church is a title given in the New Testament to Jesus. In Catholic ecclesiology, Jesus Christ is called the invisible head, the heavenly head, while the Pope is called the visible head or the earthly head. Therefore, the Pope is often and officially called the vicar of Christ by the faithful. On March 7, 321, however, Roman Emperor Constantine I issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor, stating all judges and city people and the craftsmen shall rest upon the venerable day of the sun. According to Wikipedia, on March 7, 321, however, Roman Emperor Constantine I issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor, stating all judges and city people and the craftsmen shall rest upon the venerable day of the sun.
first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. All right, there, Mother D.F. Israel, we got a lot on the table. So tell me, Mother D.F. Israel, on what you just got through hearing, where do you want to start on tape number six at? What? Let me hear what you got to say on what you just got through hearing. So where will you start at when you hear what you just got through hearing? Let, let's see your thoughts by then. One of the mothers out of Camp One. I want to hear your thoughts on something. Um, matter of fact, uh, let me play something else, mother. Let me no, play right. something else. Then that give you to gather your thoughts together. Let me play, let me play something else. Let's see if I get something else in here. Sabbath day. 
All right. Well, hey. You just heard of uh, the late, great Mother Gilmo, you know, um, make a statement. And that's why we got to, that's why we got to always be mindful, Mother, of St. John 7, verse 6. We got to always be mindful, Mother, of St. John mm-hmm. 7, verse 6. What's that? What do St. John 7, verse 6 say, Mother? St. John chapter 7, verse 6. Then Yahweh the Son said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. You see, so why we, when we come on these broadcasts, Mother, we give it, we give it, all that we got, because according to that verse right there, our time is what kind of way, Mother? Always ready. Always ready. So we got to keep that in our mind. That's, that's why when we come on these broadcasts, we come to teach, not to be taught, because there's so much stuff that we don't know that we thought we know, and until we get in order, because we heard Adam said that the Almighty had created him to be Yahweh over the entire earth. But we we clear about that. But it's some more things to do because, see, we got to, we got to recognize that ain't nothing going to change the way Yahweh got it in this book. Mm -hmm. Like this part of it, well, I don't like that part, but nothing gonna change what he got written in his Bible, and that's the game changer. Is nothing gonna change now? With all that said, mother, let's see. Can we take a look at a couple of things? I heard what mm-hmm. you said, and we don't get out there. Dang, you said you talking pretty good too. I heard that. He heard you. What a start is. But after we heard what we heard just a minute ago, Mother, and the book called Ephesians, let's, look at it. let's open up page six with what we don't heard so far. Let's see what we stand at in Ephesians chapter five, verse number eight. Hey, Mother, let's find out where we stand at in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. For, for you were sometime darkness, but now are you light in Yahweh. Walk as children of the light. So he said, once upon a time, you was, now you like it, but once upon a time, you was in darkness. Mm-hmm. But now you is in light. So mm-hmm. he said, now, it must be a now he's saying, walk into this light. Mm-hmm. Now, we want to precept that mother and find out mm-hmm. what the light we got to walk into that we can read. Let's take a look at um, 2 Corinthians 4, verse number 6. 
and I got I got a memo that Mother E is trying to get in the room, but she's been blocked out the room. She's been blocked out the room. What's that, WCC? Yeah, my doom. Oh, uh-huh. So I got a memo that the WCC have put a block on Mother coming to the room tonight. Mother E. So I said, go, so, I got to wait. So maybe somewhere in the lesson, they'll take the block off of Mother Eve and let her come into the room and help share the load of cake number six. But one thing about it, everybody's going to play their role and we got to play our role. So, Mother, let's take a look at we read. Ephesians 5, verse 6. And matter of fact, did, did I say that? Did I, did I call a precept out, out or did um? You said, second, you said second Corinthians, but I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get the chapter. Chapter 4, verse 6. Thank you. Okay. Chapter, chapter 4. four. Second Corinthians chapter four verse six reads For Yahweh who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our minds to give the light of the knowledge of of the greatness of Yahweh the Father in the face of Yahweh the Son. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you agree with what you said, because we're trying to edify. Okay. Just going to edify them. We already clear what we stand, so we're trying to edify them. So now we find out this light, Mother, that shines from darkness into light. This light is the light of what again, Mother, according to 4 6? What is it like? Of? to to bring to the network six nights a week. What is this light called again, Mother? According to Sacrifice <laughs> Knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge, Mother. So that's what we try to bring to understand that the light is you have to have the light of knowledge. But but you got to understand the only way you'll get this light of knowledge, you're going to have to have the foundation of this book. Until you understand the foundation of this book, you will never get the proper knowledge. Until you understand the foundation of this book. Started by Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. Now, Mother, we're getting ready to take a look at where do we start at. To get the, the light, to get the light of this knowledge, it starts somewhere. And we're going to find out right now in Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. Let's say. Leviticus 24, verse 1 and verse 8. Verse 1, and Yahweh spake 
unto Moses, saying, verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before Yahweh continuously being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. Mm-hmm. So you see, so to get this light of knowledge, Mother, where do we start at according to that verse 24, verse 1 and 8? To get the light of knowledge, where do we start with by looking at that verse real carefully? That's 24, 1 and 8, and expound on that verse, how we get this knowledge. Come on, Mother. Back. By keeping the, the Sabbath day, the Torah instruction. The Sabbath day, the law, by keeping the law. So, mm. so when you're around the grandbabies, you tell them, listen, listen, grandbabies, let me explain to you this off the top. You're going to always go through a lot, no doubt about it, because you were born on the face of the earth. But the only way you'll be able to see these things clearly, you must receive the knowledge of Yahweh. And all way mm-hmm. you get the knowledge of Yahweh, mother, what you got to do again, of course, we just got to read, what you got to do? You got you to gotta keep the Sabbath day and the law. That's simple as that. So that's, so that's how you give them the number one out. Because once you give them the number one answer, then everything in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 and 33. We're going to take our time, Mother, because I, I see we own something, you know, and this might be a long stretch for you, Mother. We'll see. Because according to what I'm hearing, WCC saying, we're going to block the room off. We're going to see what you made of. And Mother G.F. Israel made up. We're just going to lock the room up. We ain't letting nobody come in until we get ready. That's what they say. Mm. So that's how they rolling right now, Mother. So we're going right. to take our time. Maybe, maybe something that the Almighty wants us to bring out in case six. That we're going to take our time and bring it out. So it ain't no accident. And Yahweh, keep that in your mind. Everything that, mm. that they do. It's already orchestrated for them to do it, and that we're gonna see what we do behind what they do. That's all. So y'all why mm-hmm. he's in So now what you read now, mother? Matthew chapter twenty-four, verse six. Mm-hmm. And thirty-three. And thirty-three. Okay. Twenty-four, verse six, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Yeah, that sounds real good, mother. But look at it real carefully. Look at that. You look at that six twenty-four real carefully. It sounds good. Oh, I thought you but said. Uh, yeah, well, you, you know, I mean, I can go with that, but the same token, how about looking at 624 and 33, when you okay. pull it down first, then you took off on it. 
So it sounds good when she was on, but let's look at 624 and 33. 6, chapter 24, verses, I mean, chapter 6, verse 24 and 33. Verse 24, no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve Yahweh and Mammon. Verse 33. But seek you first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So, when we sit down with the grandbabies, we have to be able to turn the light on. So, the, the grandbabies got to understand one thing. What they first got to do is what, mother? According to 624 and 33, what do the grandbabies got to be shaped in the mind to do what? According to Matthew 624 and 33, what they got to do? You cannot serve two masters. Mm-hmm. Either you gonna serve Yahweh or you gonna serve Satan. Mm-hmm. And thirty three, you got to seek Yahweh first, put him first, and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. Then what? And everything else will be added to you. Get you that. So you see that, mother. So you see, it's no accident on anything. See, in the book of Esther, mother, Esther, chapter chapter four, verse thirteen. Let's get a precept. We get a precept on that, mother. So mm-hmm. it's no accident. What we try to tell. Those of the national audience, it's no accident. Everything is orchestrated by the mighty one. So we're gonna yeah. get a precept. The mother just got to read. And Esther, E S T H E R, chapter four, verse fourteen, and we keep reading down to get our point. So let's get our point, mother. You on the clock, come on. Esther, chapter four, verse. Can you say that verse again? 14? Yes, ma'am. 14, and we'll read out to get our point. 14 to 16. Okay. So chapter 4, verse 14. For if thou altogether holdest your peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise as do Yagda from other places, place, but thou and father's house shall be destroyed. And who knowest whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Verse 15. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. 
16. Go gather together all the Yagdar that Judah that that are present in Shushem and feast and fast you for me. And neither eat nor drink. That's good, mother. Now, mother, now what, now what you get out of that with you? Now, what did you get out of that? Since you know, we got a lot of time, mother. So, now, what you just get out of reading 14 through 16? What did you get out of that? Okay. For, for Mordecai was talking to Esther and um, telling her that you know what whatever was going on with with uh Yagda Judah that it's it's her time to come forth. Her time to come forth for what reason? To save her people. Oh. So sometimes you be the person of the hour to save your people, and the best way we can save our people today by giving them a word. So yeah. that's why we have you put you in position to give them a word. No. Mm-hmm. But we got to have the word because the word is not going to be so without you're not going to get this word. Let's mm-hmm. get a preach up on that. Let's go to First Corinthians five twelve and thirteen. So sometimes, mother. Sometimes you be thinking, why am I in this predicament or shape of me right now? Certain things don't happen. Because Yahweh knows that he called in from the beginning. He'll put you in a position to tell somebody something. Mm-hmm. Then you understand your creation, but you remember if you let them. Go on their own, then the world gonna tell them something, and they gonna remain confused. But once we can show them what the Bible saying, that is the game changing. That's the light of knowledge that we have to present to our loved ones on such a time as this, because Mordecai said to Esther, his daughter. He said, you know the reason you're in the big house right now? Because you're the closest thing to the king. But if you hold your peace, you was created for such a time as this, to mm-hmm. deliver your peace. Mm-hmm. That same thing tell those that in the six and nine account, take this more seriously because you've been, you've been ordained to take care of this business. And when something jump off, you're supposed to be prepared to help your loved one, but this way, according mm-hmm. to scripture, that's not going to help. That's the light of knowledge that we have to deliver to our people what is written in the Bible. Because we in these days, for such a time as this, to show the knowledge of Yahweh. And that's what we're going to do, mother. So take your time mm-hmm. and uh, let's work with on whatever verse we just said, that precept. Well, you say, uh, 
First Corinthians chapter five. I didn't get the verses. Verse twelve and thirteen. Okay. First Corinthians chapter five, verse twelve and thirteen. Verse twelve reads For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are without within verse 13 but them that are without yahweh judges therefore put away from among yourselves that wicked person hmm. so what you, what you what you get out of what you got it in verse 12 and 13. now paul is talking to the corinthians so what do you get out of that right there now paul was heading over to Corinth to talk to the Corinthians. In the last lesson, we tied that in exactly who these Corinthians were. So we understand who they were according to the last lesson. So what I want to know, what what did, you, what did you just get out of verse 12 and 13, Emma? Well, in, in uh, verses uh, 12, we judge them that's within, that's that's uh doing doing the law and in 13 yahweh he judges them that's without and he calls called them wicked because they're not yeah. doing the law so you're saying so what you're saying mother if you um not doing the law. Now I'm, I'm just taking back on what you say. Now remember, mm-hmm. we're talking to over nine hundred thousand strong on the international side. Now, wh- yeah. now, what are you telling me? What What are you telling me? And all these. Now we already know that the WCC left a message that Mother Eve will be mute for the nice broadcast. She ain't coming on. Be clear about that. That's how they're gonna work. So, mother, so we, so we got a lot of time and a lot of things to do because we know one thing about it: those will do everything they can to keep this message from getting. And that's why we have to be prepared to do our part when we're on the clock. No, no question about it. So now, what are you trying to tell this national audience that? But you just got to read in 5, 12, and 13. But what are you trying to tell them? If you're not within keeping Torah instructions, then you are without. So Yahweh going to judge you because you're not keeping the Torah instructions. And, 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 and Yahweh and has the so, so if you're not keeping the law. Yeah. According to Paul telling the Corinthians, if you're not mm-hmm. keeping the law, statutes, commandments of Yahweh, you are, in his eyes, a what kind of person? A wicked person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, these things have to be said to our loved ones 
You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be they they'll have so many highs and they're gonna have so many lows. But you gotta mm-hmm. tell them the first thing you have to do is, you know, keep your yakwa up front. Mm-hmm. And and you got your yakwa up front. Because in the book of Sarat, mm-hmm. going to the book of Sarat, and what we're going to look at is verse number four. Let's see what we can read in Sarat 34, verse four. Let's see what we can read, mother, in Sarat 34, verse four. What can we read? Okay. So, right, 34, verse 4, read, of an unclean thing, what can be cleaned? And from that thing which is false, what truth can come? Mm. So, what what have we so far... For the third first thirty minutes, find out what is false and what is unclean. According to everything we all heard so far, the last forty-five minutes. So what what have we what have we analyzed in writing? What is true and what is false? Let's talk about it, mother. Come on. <laughs> well, Yahweh's word is true. Okay. And if you not, if you not, if you if you not keeping his word, then you is unclean. Uh-huh. Well, we know Sarat had to pull that from somewhere. He had to pull that money. Yeah. Let's see where he pulled that from by going to Joe Ishikar's boy in fourteen verse four. Let's see where he yeah. pulled that from. If we just gonna, yeah. we just gonna, by the tenor of the conversation, we just gonna throw some things out, mother. You know, we're not gonna deal with nothing real. We just gonna, on the tenor of what deal to it for the night, take number six. We're just gonna lay some things out and it might help somebody on the international side. So now, let's see if we can get a precept on that, that are clean. Mm-hmm. It's your call for the book of Joe. 14, verse 4. What do you say? Job chapter 14, verse 4. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Mm. So, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean thing? How, how many can do that, Mother? Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I don't care. I don't care how good it looks. If it's not done the way Yahweh tell you to do it, it's unclean and can't nobody make it right. So now we're gonna look at something. We're going to First Corinthians chapter eleven, and we're gonna pick up verse three. So we're gonna find out nothing is no accident. Yaqua, everything is set up through Yaqua. We got that. Find out something. 
and let's see, let's, let's do a little precepting and see what we're working with. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, then we're going to skip down to verse 7, and we're going to analyze it all the way down to verse 12. Let's see what we can read in First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, then skip to 7, down to verse 12. Now, Paul was raised from the womb, and last night lesson was the last night, when it Monday, whenever it was. Mother E read, but we're not reading tonight. We got to check the tape. That Paul had a mission in the ninth chapter 13 through 16 of the book of Acts. He had a mission. And his mission was, according to Romans 5, verse 7, chapter 1, 5 through 7, his mission was to find the, the Israelites that were scattered to every nation upon the sun. That was Paul's mission. Okay, we got that. So now we know the Corinthians, we read in last night's lesson by precept in the Bible, or well, night before last, whenever. We read Paul told the Corinthians, y'all are Israelites, and I am too. And that's in 2 Corinthians 11, 22. Paul said, are you Israelites? So am I. Are you from the seed of Abraham? So am I. So the Corinthians of the Bible is Israelites. Mm-hmm. And we also read First Corinthians chapter 10, saying, our father was upon the cloud. And we took in all that. So now you got to review mm-hmm. back to Monday's tape that know when you're reading the book of Corinthians, it's talking about the Israelites, just like talking to you now up on the banner by being African-American, Negro, and colored. Same thing. So in First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, and 7 through 12, mother. Let's read that. Then we're going to analyze that. And then you're going to analyze this for the national audience. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, 7 12. Come on. Corinthians chapter 11, verses 3, 7 to 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. But I would have you know that the head of every man is... Yahweh, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Yahweh's son is Yahweh the father. Verse seven: For a man in 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 these ought not to cover his head, for as much as he is the image, and greatness of Yahweh, but the woman is the greatness of the man. Verse 8, for the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Verse 9, neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. Verse 10, for this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. Verse 11, nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in Yahweh. Verse 12, for as the woman is of the man, 
even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of Yahweh. Amen. Now, what part of that, mother, that you don't read, and you don't properly read, no doubt about it. Now, what part of that stand out to you that we're going to talk about by, matter of fact, let's look at verse number seven and look at it. And if you have to read it again, then let's, let's just find on one verse at a time. Let's see what Paul is saying, because we know we're clear. We clear Paul was raised from the womb to do this. In Galatians chapter 1, 16 and 17, 14 through 17. So Paul was raised from the womb to do this, to tell what he's telling now. So now Mother D of Israel is going to look at verse 7, and she's going to break down verse 7 for the national audience. And let's see what Bruce Ray Mother go ahead, breaking down verse number 7. Verse 11, verse 7, Mother going to read again. And she's going to break it down mm-hmm. and come out. Okay. Uh, 1 Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 7. For a man indeed ought not to cover his head. For as much as he is the image, uh, the image and greatness of Yahweh, but the woman is the greatness of the man. Now, now, what you got in verse 7? Well, but, but remember one thing. Anytime you want to pass on something until the cricket, remember, if you want to pass, it's always say, I pass on that. To you be going to something else. Come on. We, um, we try to enlighten. So it ain't no accident in this mighty one. Everything stated by him, and matter of fact, let me get a precept. Let's go to Colossians 1, 12. Well, get markers, put them up there. Get, get your markers together, Mo. We're just going to take a look at some things. that you know that everything is orchestrated. Now, we just found out that the, the man... His glory is to Yahweh. And we mm-hmm. also found out in seven that the glory of a woman is the glory not to Yahweh, but to that man. See, that's what in that verse seven, that it's two glories there. The mm-hmm. man must and he's in the image of the maker of him. And that woman's glory is to that man that she with, according to verse 7. That big talk Paul is talking. See, Paul is talking with some big talk there. And we're going to precept that. To, what is going on, mm, You said Colossians. You know, this is say one. I don't know. Yeah, I said one twelve, but But when I see the Spirit dropping them verses down, make sure you... Pay attention and write it down because I've been I've been gone from it. I'll be gone I from you, it. I'll be trying to get it, but I can't get there fast enough. Uh, okay. uh, well, no, Colossians. Down fast. 
Hey, hey, mother, make sure you write it down fast enough. That's the key right there. We got plenty of time to turn to it. Because I can find something to say all the time. But make sure we write it down because you might get away from me. Because I'm, I'm, because there's a message in here to come out. We don't know what it is. But we're going to bring it out. So now we're going to the Colossians book, pick it up at uh, 112 through 17. Now we we're looking back at where we're coming from. So now whatever's mm-hmm. on 112 through 17, they're going to tell us something with the precept of that Corinthians we just read in 11 verse 7. What does it say come out? Mm-hmm. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 to 17. Verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and light. Verse 13. Whom has delivered, delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated into the kingdom of his dear son. 14. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. 15. Who is the image of the invisible Yahweh, the firstborn of every creature? 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Verse 17. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. That, 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 that's pretty good talking there, Moses. So now, since we know all that right there, all things were by him, for him. But again, we know that when you make statements like that, that means you're pulling something from somewhere so we find out who made it according to what you just got to read, Mother. Kind of help those three out. Who made it everything and what was everything made for according to what you just got to read? Who did this? According to what you just got to read. Say it again. Yaquata's son. What what did he do? What did he do? He created and made all things. And, and and all things was made what kind of way? Everything was for what? him. For him. Everything, everything was made by him and for him. So you yeah. see what we learn way from something. So everything that high or low was made by him, and it was made for him. Is that what we mother? So every, now, now what we're going to do, we're going to precept that then. So now as we go to the book of Second Ezra, 6-6, six, six, with that understanding, 
by precepting your Bible to go to Second Ezra six verse six. Let's see what we come up with by going to six verse six. Let's see which way it goes. Second Ezra chapter six verse six. Now, but we don't find out everything that's in heaven, everything on earth was made by Yahweh the Son. Of his written, it was made. It was for him. It was by him and for him. Now that we tell the Colossians. See? Now we, get, and, we, and, and we ain't said who the Colossians is, but we ain't really got it in that book. Can't take everything in one set. But now, what you read, my Second Ezra, verse 6. Oh, is that right? You get this yeah, well, I, I, forget. <laughs> I'm forget trying to I'll write it down. Yeah, well, write it down first. Don't worry about turning to no pages. Write it down oh. first. Don't worry about turning oh. no pages. Just write it down, oh. I say. And then we'll turn, we'll figure out, we'll figure it out later. But as long as we got it on paper, what we're saying, we can, yeah. ease, it. We can ease into that later. So now... Okay. What it says in Second Ezra six verse six. What we just got you reading out of out of Colossians one twelve through seventeen, we gonna precept yes. something. When we read this, Second Ezra six verse six. What does that mean? Second Ezra chapter six verse six. Then did I consider those things, and they all were made through me alone. And through none other. By me also they shall be end, and by none other. Well, that is somebody talking to Ezra, mother. Yeah. The angel brings message down. So what mm-hmm. in the world get brought out, mother? So when you read, when you read Second Ezra six verse six. What is that saying, Mother? What is it's it talking, tell me of? Yeah, what's it saying? It's 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 uh talking about the same thing we read over in Colossians um chapter one verse sixteen. Y'all So you mean Yahweh's son was back there in Ezra days? Yeah. So I can put him, I can put Yahweh's son in there, right there with me having what you just said in Colossians chapter 1, 12 through 17. So if I'm sitting around my grandbabies, I can read 2 Ezra 6, 6, and I can put Yahweh's son in there, and they're going to be mm-hmm. reading along with me. They say they don't see it. But what's mm-hmm. the advantage that I have that I can go to where to prove that's Yahweh's son after Mother read it and put Yahweh's son in there? Because if, if, I, if you just read this to the grandbabies, to the grandbabies, y'all read me second answers, y'all just follow along. And you put him in there, 
Grandma, I don't see no Yahweh Khan in there. But by you having the precept verse, mm-hmm. which is instructing, you're not only going to wake them up. What we were talking about in the early part of the lesson, the light of knowledge that we have mm-hmm. to turn on. You have to turn on the mm-hmm. light of knowledge. And that's why you turn the light of knowledge on by somebody reading, would you get a real reading, second as of six forty six, and put mm-hmm. him there and those that looking gonna say, I don't see it, then you do what? So go let me see you put it in, mother. I'm I'm gonna follow along with you in second as of six verse six. Let me see can you place the one that's talking. Okay. Second Ezra six verse six. Then did I, Yaquadasan, consider these things, and no, they... No, no. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Now, this is Ezra consider these things. Or you huh? might be right. You might be right, but you don't let me distract you or disturb you one way or the other. You got to know what, you, what you're looking at because the scoffers going to jump you on it, and they're going to say what you read, reading, you ain't reading. They're going to well, say what I, you read, you read. And then that will encourage you, but stand tall on what you believe if you got the backup verse to prove where you're coming from. Now, start again. Right. Now, jump in on you just to see what you crack. Because imagine the wolves is out there. The Christian wolves is out there. And they ready mm-hmm. to pounce on you. All right, go again now. So I'm giving you warning, so I might jump on you, jump in and on you, just to see what you rattle. That's all. Now, come on. Take, go, go ahead again. Take verse 6. Second Ezra 6, verse 6. Then did I, Yahweh's son, consider those things, and they all were made through me alone, none other. By me, Yaquatasan, also they shall be ended, and by none other, Yaquatasan. So, so what is he saying? So what is he saying? Let's see what he's saying, Moses. Let's go to Isaiah. What is he, so what is he really telling us? Now let's go see. Now what he's saying of by the precept, we're gonna find out. What is he telling us? We go on to the 44th chapter, Mother. What is he saying? See, this is where you precept your Bible and you got to pace one of the grandbabies to let me rehearse the righteous act. This is where you precept the Bible because you might be getting somebody's attention. So, what is he saying? We go on to Isaiah with the precept, Mother. Or what is he saying? We go on to Isaiah. And we'll see exactly what he's saying. Isaiah 44. What is he saying, Mother, in verse 6? What is he saying that we can read when you precept your Bible? Isaiah 44. Let's see what he's saying. Uh, Isaiah chapter 44, verse 6. Thus says Yahweh, the king of Israel, and his redeemer. Yaquav host, 
I am the first and I am the last. And beside me, there is no Yahweh. It, it is. So when you read Second Ezra verse six, it is saying the same. Now, now come on back to Second Ezra verse six. Is it what it's saying? What are you telling Ezra the seer? This right here. This is what he's telling Ezra right here in 44 verse 6 is what he's telling them. I call back to 2 Ezra 6 verse 6. Okay. Just, just read where you see it. We, you already broke it down already. So we properly they caught it. But just read where you see it now because this is what he's saying. And what he's really saying after Mother read 6 verse 6 is what? Second Ezra chapter six verse six. Then did I consider those things, and they all were made through me alone, and through none other. By me also they shall be ended, and by me, and I mean, and by none other. So what he's saying, when you precept your Bible, this is you talking mm-hmm. to the grandmates, precept your Bible, all he's saying in Isaiah 44, verse 6, I'm the first, I'm the last. I'm the one that mm-hmm. started this thing, I'm the one going to end it. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is a death. Thus says the four-letter man, the redeemer of Israel, your king. I'm the first, mm-hmm. I'm the last. I'm the one started this thing. And I'm going to end it. That's what he's mm-hmm. saying. One of your grandbabies going to say, huh? And look at that, Medea, and say, wow. That's all you're saying. See, now you edify somebody that's going to be a sponge in the family mm-hmm. by showing up. Although we read that verse, and that message was told to um, Ezra the seer to let mm-hmm. him know. I'm the one that started this thing, and I'm the one that's going to end this thing. So you won't, before you be clear how this thing going to go, but before you go talk to the children of Israel, I'm informing you I'm the one that was in the creation in the beginning, and I'm going to be the one at the end this thing. And now Ezra, because Ezra was, uh, was, he was, um, he had a problem. See, when you got a problem, let me show the problem Ezra had. Let's read the problem Ezra was going through in 2 Ezra 3, verse 1 and 2. He had a problem. So he had to show up on Ezra the seer in that sixth chapter because Ezra had a problem in the third chapter, verse 1 and 2. 2 Ezra 3, verse 1 and 2. He had a problem of it. So when a seer got a problem, when you when you got a problem, he's gonna send a messenger swift to you when you got a problem if you're on the right track. That's why you'll know who's who. Let's see what Ezra was kind of bothering Ezra in the third chapter, verse um, one two. What was bothering most that we can read? Second Ezra chapter three, verses one and two. 
In the 13th year after the ruin of the city, I was in Babylon, Babylon and laid trouble upon my bed, and my thoughts came up over my head. Verse 2, for I saw the desolation of Judah and the wealth of them that dwell at Babylon. You see it? You see what was going on? He showed you it was terrible to him. He said, wait a minute. If uh, if we if if we is the people of the light, mm-hmm. why is we off into captivity and those that don't even pay you no never mind, they get in and grin. So you had a problem. See that? Mm-hmm. See a problem. And then what what happened when when Osteo got a problem? He, here's how you get your lesson. Let's precept that to book a day. See, when you got a problem, that's why you gotta know, we got to know this right here. The only way we'll help the people to come after us, we have to know how to preach up the Bible and rehearse these righteous acts. Because he had a problem. But he read the book of somebody else having a problem. And he knew how they got the answer. And we're going to see how they get the answer that we can read. We're going to the eighth chapter of month. And we're going to find out something on the way of finding out something. We're going to Daniel chapter 7, mother, make it 7. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pick it up. Let's see what we can read. Let's see, can we put Ezra that read the book of Daniel in the same predicament he in, and so he knows what to do by reading the scripture. We're going to Daniel chapter 7, and we'll pick up verse number 15. Let's read a little bit, Mother. Come out. Daniel chapter 7, verse 15. I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the vision of my head troubled me. Verse 16. I came near unto one of of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the thing. 17. That's it. That's it. That's it. Ain't that something. Um, you see that? I've never seen mm-hmm. He was troubled. He, he, he didn't understand why they was in captivity. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they will show to Daniel because you can't go talking to your people until you know what you're saying. You you got mm-hmm. to wait until you get some power on high. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, um, let's, let's, let's put that out, mother. Go to the book of Acts. Because when you're troubled, you have to know how to, a lot of things troubled. But you got to know how to get 
answer the thing. Because Peter was troubled, and he asked a question in 1 verse 6 of Acts. Let's read with me and see what what was said. Let's see what he says, 1 verse 6 and 7. Now, Peter was troubled. See, when when you are man or woman of Yahweh, you're troubled. The Bible would tell you what to do. You just got to know what verse to go peep at. Like the chief speaker of the nation of Israel, he was in trouble. His mind was mm-hmm. troubling him. One verse mm-hmm. six and seven. What, what happened? One verse six and Acts, seven. Acts chapter one, verse six and verse seven. Verse six. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Yahweh. Will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of to Israel? Verse 7. And he said unto them, it is, it is not for you to know the time or the season which the Father has put in his own power. Verse 8. Okay. But you shall receive power after that the righteous spirit is come upon you, and you shall be witness unto me both in Judah and in all Judah and in Samaria and unto the utmost part of the earth. The utmost part of the earth is way over here. So you know, mm. you see, he said, he said, um, he said, wait until you, he said, you're troubling Chief Speaker Nation of Israel, but, but wait until you get some power by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost mm. will give you some power. Then mm. before you go to your people, you got to have Daniel 9, 2 and 2. He said, now you wait, you wait, Daniel, and get you some Daniel 9, 2 and 2 first, because when you step out, this thing got to go to the utmost. And the utmost is way past Judah, all the way to the past where we at right now in America. This thing got to get way over there. So, so what you give so give me Daniel nine twenty two before you turn to it, not give me Daniel nine twenty two. Daniel chapter nine verse twenty two. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give you skills and understanding. So a man or a woman of Yahweh, when you around those that want to hear some Bible, what is our job to do according to 920? 920? 22. What is our job to do according to 922? We got to get skills and understanding. What, what is our job to do for them? Um. Before 
Like, for example, like grandma right now, a lot of grandbabies around. So what is your job when, when they come around you to do right now according to nine twenty? Inform them. Okay, well, look at verse nine twenty. I am looking at it. Okay, give me some more out of it. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give you skills and understanding. So what, so what, what did you both, so what did you both pass to the grandbaby? Understanding skills and understanding. I, I can't. I, 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 huh? Excellent, excellent You're supposed to pass on to them skills and understanding. They ain't going to get it mm-hmm. no other way. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to get it no other way. But when they got a minute, you sit down and you pass to them skills and understanding. According mm-hmm. to 922, they supposed to leave you and they supposed to have skill and understanding on whatever circumstances they are on according to scripture. Mm. Now, I want to get a precept on again how far this thing supposed to go. Let's go to Mark chapter 13, verse 27. Mark 13, write it down first. Got plenty of time. Because anybody, anybody coming in the room, they all been blocked out on the strength of World Council of Turkey. So it's going to be mm-hmm. all the way, mother. So we're going to take mm-hmm. our time and see the stop what I want to present out of this blessing. So mm-hmm. in Mark 13, verse 27, what can we read? Okay. Mark chapter 13, verse 27. And then shall he send his angel and shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from the utmost part of the earth to the utmost part of heaven. So, so is he saying that... Um... Is he saying that he's going to send his angel to get you out of the earth? And is he saying he's getting you, he's going to get you out of heaven too? So you trying to tell me the children of Israel are going to be in heaven? Is that what he's saying? Is that what they're they going to read? Is that what he's saying? So we're looking at it says here, when we get our act together, and then shall he send his angel and shall gather together his elect. Now, write that word mm-hmm. down to the side, but remind that word called elect. He's going to gather together his angels coming to get his elect. From, mm-hmm. And his elect going to be from the four winds. From the four winds. That's what the elect going to be at. From the utmost part of the earth and the utmost part of the heavens. What, what, what is this saying? This sounds like... Um, you want to have his elect in heaven and in earth. No, mm-hmm. that ain't what it's saying. You got to precept your Bible. We're going precept the Bible and see what he's talking about, about this um, earth and heaven. You say his elect going to be 
everywhere to the utmost part of earth and heaven. Now, we got to precept that, mother, yeah. and find out what you're talking about by going to do it around it. Find out what it was you're talking about. What what children of Israel, I mean, nah, I ain't thinking about that. No, that's right. You're right. I ain't thinking about no, no children of Israel there. You're right. Like, Jesse Lex. Like, Jesse Lex. Like, that's mm-hmm. right. Look at the latter day saints jumped on me right away. <laughs> don't tell about no children of Israel. Uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. You don't tell nothing about no children of Israel. Okay. So we're not going gonna to put the elect there. Right. So now we're going to leave we're going to leave it like it is that's there for be the elect. So now, but we need a verse, mother. I'm right now to see that his elect going to be in heaven and his elect going to be on the earth. But I'm struggling right now, mother. I mean, uh, right now I'm trying to get, get me an answer. Let me let me see how can we deal with that. Let me get a, let me get a Bible. You see, I get a Bible and find out. Where can we deal with that verse? How can we deal with that? We know all the way you deal with any verses. So we know we're in Deuteronomy. So is the elect going to be in in the utmost part in heaven, and it's going to be, mm-hmm. they're going to be in heaven and earth. But we got to precept that mother. Mm-hmm. And see what you that we can read. But uh, I'm struggling. So that's what I'm saying. Every now and then, see, he's struggling right now. So, I need a Bible verse. They have to see up. Because I'm struggling right that right now, mother. I'm trying to talk my way and see where the verse pop up to me. I'm trying to talk my way through it. To get that answer about this heaven and earth. So I know I gotta go in the Bible and find it. Or do I got to tell it until we see we don't give no answers. We read, we don't talk a good game. We have to read a good game. Mm-hmm. Because like Jackie uh, Frank just said, it don't say nothing about no uh, mm-hmm. Israelite. And you're right. You do not say that. See how mother I'm struggling right now. I need to. I need to drop a. I was, I was trying to find my stuff. I'm trying to precept something, but right now I'm struck. See, right now, the latter day things saying, "Look, say we got you now." Yeah, right now, you kind of got me right now. You got me right now. So what I'm gonna do in the book of Daniel? It talks about how you get out of that. I think it's four sixteen. What it says in Daniel four sixteen. No, Daniel four sixteen. Okay. 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 Let me get that. 
Daniel chapter 4. Daniel chapter 4, verse 16. Let Let his mind be charged. No, from, I mean, it. change. Huh? No, that ain't, that ain't it. Um, make it 216. Try 216. Try 216. Okay, my pages. Let's take me try 216. My pages. Let's Daniel chapter 2, verse 16. Read. 2, 16, read. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would show the king the interpretation.
So you don't have to use, like they said, in the court of law, use the fifth, but we're going to use Daniel 2.16 saying, if you give me time, I'll come mm-hmm. back with that. Give me some time. I get it. Right now, I'm going to put that to the side until I get me some time to go in that book because that's why I want me to have it. He give it to me so right now. You don't want me yeah. to have Mm-hmm. So give me time. Now, so now, let's go back to, what he said in that verse. Read that verse again, mm-hmm. it's something else, something else in that verse. That's why right, he's elect. Yeah, it's, it's elect. Thank you, mother. Who is this elect we can read? He mm-hmm. said he's going to send his anchor get the elect. So let's see, can we find out who is the elect? That's what we do. We'll find out, if we can find out who the elect is, then we know who we come to get by going and find out who is elect by going to Isaiah. Going to the book of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And what we're looking mm-hmm. for, elect. Right. Who is the almighty elect? So we need a name on the elect. We're going to Isaiah 45, verse 4. See if we find out who is his elect. Mm-hmm. Isaiah. Yeah, 45, verse 4. We're looking for the elect. Okay. Isaiah 45, verse 4, what we're looking for is the elect. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 4, 3. Israel, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect, I have even called you by your name. I have surnamed you, though thou hast not known me. You, no, you don't know it. You think you African-American, Negro, and color, see? And when you read the Bible, you read the Bible with that kind of mindset, that you African-American, Negro, and color. That's why you don't see what you need to see. So that means now, that means you'll never see what he's saying. Now, some he's saying that we'll never see, Mother. All we gonna, now, we're going to the 33rd chapter with a precept on something by, he said, I have surnamed you. But we will make sure that the last thing we do is use the name he surnamed you, that means he last name. He said he last name you. But we don't pay him no never mind. Okay? That's what we do. We last we last name him. He last name us and we pay him no never mind. So that means that you are never what? We're going to Exodus thirty three, mother. Let's find out something that would never happen then. As long as you don't follow the blueprint of the Bible. He said, I have last named you. 
Israel, but you don't know it. Now, we're going to find out, and by you not knowing this, let's see what Yahweh says in Exodus 33, mama. Yeah. Pick up verse 16, down to verse 20. You said Exodus 33? 15, yeah, Exodus 15, 33. 15 to 20. Write down first. That's what I'm doing. Exodus 33, verse 15 to 20. Verse 15. And he said unto him, If thou present go not with me, carry us not up hence. 16. For wherein shall it be known here that I and and thou people have found grace in your sight? It is now, is it not thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thou people, from all the peoples that are upon the face of the earth. 17. And Yahweh said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight. And I know thee by name. Verse 18. And he said, I will show me thou greatness. Verse 19. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of Yahweh before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Verse 20, and he said, Thou can not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. What do you say, mother? He says, um, can no man... No man see his faith and live. So mm-hmm. that means that no man supposed to have no, I think this is what he looked like. Because you, because you um, can't, no man see my face and live. What is that saying? What is that saying like that? But is it anywhere written that one day we will see his face and what got to happen? In Second Samuel seven twenty one, can you help those say our mother? What is written in Second Samuel seven twenty that statement right there, no man has seen my face. In Second Samuel mother. 
be of Israel. Second Samuel chapter seven, verse twenty-one. That statement must be what? Let's see what we can read after you wrote it down in Second Samuel seven. First number. Let's see what I want. Make that nineteen. Second Samuel seven nineteen. Second mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Samuel chapter seven, verse nineteen. Mm-hmm. And this was yet a small thing in thou sight, O Yahweh. But thou hast spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Yahweh? So, when man see his face, what kind of time got to pass? According to verse 19, he said, you spoken of this, or what? A great while to come. That's right. That's right. So, so those that got the they got the pictures. No, no, don't just you know you, but don't point at it because you're not gonna see his face. But that's for a great while to come. Now let's get down to verse twenty-one. Make it twenty-two and twenty-three. Twenty-two and twenty-three. Yeah, let's, let's tighten it up a little bit. Second Samuel. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 22 and 23. Yeah. Verse 20, 22. Wherefore thou art great, O, o Yahweh, for there is none like you, neither is there any Yahweh beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Verse 23. And what what one nation in the earth is like your people, even like Israel, whom Yahweh went to redeem for a people to himself. To himself, okay, and to make his, him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land before thy people, which was thou redeemest to be from Egypt, from the nations of their lost Yahweh. Okay, good. So now we find out one thing, that he redeemed these people for what reason again? According uh, to we just uh, deal with it, to take out him a people for his name. So the people that he redeemed, they the one that carries his name. He said yeah. he redeemed it. Yeah, yeah. 
You have any problem hearing me, Mother D up Israel? That's what we hear. I say, is you having any problem hearing those here? Oh, I was moving around. I was sitting up. <laughs> okay. So we so we find but, out these people was redeemed. They were redeemed to show forth called Israel. He redeemed them. Not only that, to make him a name. So the right. people that he redeemed is the one that carrying his name. So remember, remember the early part of the lesson was to to inform, enlighten, yeah. enlighten with the light of knowledge. Right. So the people that he focused in on is the one that carried his name. He, that's the one right. he redeemed, that mother, to the 24th chapter of Luke. So the people that he redeemed is the one that's carrying his name. So now, the way you get to that is by precept in your body. Let's go to 24-21. So the one that he going, that he have redeemed with the knowledge of understanding is the one that know how to precept a Bible to when he said this over in Samuel, the one he's talking about, about redeeming what people that we can read in 24, 21 or Luke. What it say? 24, 21 or Luke. Okay. Luke chapter 24, verses 21. Luke chapter 24 verse 21 reads but we trust that it had been he he which should have redeemed Israel and beside all this today is the third day since these things were done so the one nation that was prophesied for him to redeem the one nation. Because we read there was one nation. We read mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. We read Samuel. It says, verse 23, it says, what one nation. So this redeemed is not talking about the world. This redeemed with this Bible open is talking about one people. Redeeming mm-hmm. one that is called Israel that's carrying his name. Right. It's important to use the name Israel. Because when you use the word Israel, then you're on a process of being redeemed. From what? What Mother read in the beginning of the lesson. The, the light of the knowledge that shines from darkness. The darkness is the less degree of understanding 
to his modern life. Yeah. So you want that to shine in on your darkness because when you thumb around and don't be carrying his name, you're holding back the blessing that was told for you to understand you must keep on redeem with the knowledge by you carrying the name. Not behind closet, but in the light. The name. And what name is that again? We go and read the prophecy of that name by going to the 47th chapter of Isaiah. We're going to find out what name is we talking about, mother. By going to Isaiah 49, 1, 2, and 3. Let's find out about this name that carries redemption, redeeming. All this stuff. It carries all that good stuff, Mother. Let's see if we find out about this name. Take your time to look at the 49th chapter. One, two, three, four. Take your time and, and we'll see what, what kind of precept will come out of that. You want to uh, talk about? Isaiah chapter 49, verses 1 to 4. Verse 1. Listen, O owls. Unto me, and hearken, you peoples, from far. Yahweh has called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother. Has he made mention of my name? Verse 2. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, as he hid me and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver have he hid me, verse 3, and said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be honored. Glorified. Verse 4. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my sword out, and in vain, yet surely my judgment is with Yahweh and my works with my Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Yahweh's servants would get kind of feel that what's the use. But but right now he's getting strengthened to not to feel such unuse. But the name that was prophesied to give to these people, every nation upon the sun, they will be carrying the name Israel. Mm-hmm. But they don't know. But they're gonna be scattered and they and that's the last thing they're gonna be carrying with them is Israel. As is mm-hmm. prophecy now is today because the children of Israel, that's the last thing they carry, is their biblical name. They were the fight then switch like the Keratin commercial back in the day. They were the fight this way. The children of the book called Children of Israel, that's the last thing they will do is introduce themselves by the name of Israel to enter their name to 
because of persecution, because he just don't believe. But the blessing is in the name. And we're going to read that right now. We're going to Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 down to verse 27. But see, the game changer, what you have to shine that light on, mother, is the light of knowledge in a dark place to turn that light on to let the grandbabies know, grandbabies, it's not the point of what your mom and daddy named you, but at the end of your name, the blessing is the name of Israel. So that is the purpose of you sitting them down and showing them at the end of your name, whatever mom and dad says your name is, mm. but at the end of the day is Israel. Mm. And let's show you the benefit of it by reading Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 out of verse 27. What is the benefit of it? Let's see what he says that we can read in Numbers 6, 22, down to verse 27. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. Verse 22. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 23, speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying on this wise, you shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, 24, Yahweh bless you and keep you, 25, Yahweh make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you, 26, Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, 27, and they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. You see that, Mo? Yeah. So he says, once they put his name on them, then he said he's going to kick in and give them what, Mo? What do you say he's going to give them? Bless them. So you see, when we sit around the grandbabies, we have to show them the blessing is in the name. At the end of your name, grandbabies. Is Israel. We understand you got to write down what's right to school. You know, if you got to go and get your check, get your check in the name of your government name or whatever you got to do. But when you induce yourself at the end of your name, what's the reason you put Israel at the end of your name? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. And, and look at and the he said. Well, see I see you're going to continue going on like you can't up, though, never mind. We're going to take the muke off of Mother, Mother Eve's microphone and let her talk to us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, we're going to get the job done one way or other. Okay, let's, let's see if we find Mother Eve. Let's see if we find Mother Eve and let Mother Eve uh, put up bricks in and this word of Doug Fans and Yahweh. So, Mother Eve, tribe of Yadad Judah, are you ready to come on stage for take number six and pop in the microphone a bit uh, with the other mother? And you know, Mother Eve, give it head all the time. Okay, so, Mother Eve, so, so Mother Eve, 
Tribe of Yah God Judah. Yahweh Israel. Yahweh bless you, Israel. I see Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to see about it, Moses. The parquet has been lit. Curtains have well. Ain't nothing gonna stop this ministry. Only thing gonna stop this ministry. And but, no, it ain't nothing you say none of that. It's like saying but us. No, no. Ain't nothing gonna stop this ministry. This ministry has been it's called to take care of some business, Mother. And we gonna do it. So, Mother, we know that you gonna make sure you heard on take sticks and grass out. And the big jig and terrors, you know, they got all the power for right now. But in Jeremiah 17, Mother, what do Jeremiah 17, Mother, he say in verse 19 and 20? Can you help those see out on Jeremiah 17, verse 19 and 20? Let's talk about it, Mother. Take your time and come out. Jeremiah 17, 19, and 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that say? The book of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 19 and verse 20. Verse 19 reads, Thus said the Yahweh unto me, Go and stand in the gate of the children of the people, whereby the king whereby the kings of Judah come in and by by the which they go out and in all the gates of Yagdajuga. Verse 20. And say unto them, Hear ye the words of Yahweh, ye kings of Judah, and all Judah, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Judah, that entered in by the gate. Mm-hmm. So, so Jeremiah was, was, was sent to what people? A mother. A mother. Who was he sent to to tell the word of Yahweh to first? Who was he sent to tell, mother? According to what you just got to read in verse number 19 and 20, who was he sent to first to tell who, what? Come on. Okay, okay. It said in verse uh, 19, it said, Thus said the Yahweh unto me, Go and stand in the gates of the children of the people. And and, in verse 20, it said, and say unto them, hear the words of the Yahweh, you kings of Judah, and all Judah. So, so he's talking to, go ahead, mother, go ahead. He's talking to Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Judah. Oh. So Jeremiah ain't talking to just anybody, is he? No. He was sent to, what people was he sent to, Mother? He was sent, well, what we're reading here, he's talking to Judah. But he was sent to, he was sent to the 12 12 tribes. Well, no, 
right here. He's talking about Judah. Okay, well, he's talking about Judah. That's good enough. So now we're clear he's talking about one specific people, Judah. So the, the angel came down from heaven with the message from the father and son. It was, it was for Jeremiah to go straight to Judah and get them right. And who was Jeremiah on his shoulder? Who was this Jeremiah mother? And Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, and 8 through 10. Let's find out who was this Jeremiah. Who, why so much put on Jeremiah's shoulder? Let's see if we get a piece to find out who was this Jeremiah that got so much on his shoulder, mother. By going looking at Jeremiah chapter one verse four five and eight through ten, get those three out there, mother. Come on. Well, five, eight, and to ten. Yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's that's good enough. That's, you want to find out why did he put so much on Jeremiah's shoulder to go to a people called Judah? That we can read. <laughs> we look at Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4, 5, 8 through 10. Come on. The book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and verse 5, verse 8 to 10. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4. Then the word of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 5, Before I formed thee in the desert, I know thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a seal unto the nation. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Yahweh. Verse 9. Then the Yahweh put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Yahweh said unto me, Behold, I have put my word in your mouth. Verse 10. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdom to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Wow. Now, Mother, now, for the national audience's sake, what you just got to read, what is that? And you got Mother, the of Israel is, is there. It's all is too. And we're going to bring up the young line, Mackay is coming up shortly. After this, well, mother, you just read some profound information to why that the, the why he said to Judah, I mean to Jeremiah, you get over there and find Judah, and you tell them what what we read in that seventeen chapter nineteen and twenty. Now hmm. we just put up his resume, mother. So now before the national audience, can you check up? Take a look and see what parts you want to bring out from, from Jeremiah 1, 4, 5, 8 through 10. What, 
What part did you want to pull out of that? The reason why Jeremiah had such a big load on his shoulder. What you working with, Mother? Take your time. Come on. Okay. Okay, it says, verse, verse 4, it says, The word of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the bed, I know thee. And before thus cometh forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. So Yahweh sanctified Jeremiah in the womb to do, uh, okay, let me get over here to verse 8. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Yahweh. So uh, in this verse, it's saying that uh, that Jeremiah not be afraid of the faces of the people, because Yahweh is going to be with them, because Yahweh formed him from the womb to do his work. And verse 9, it says, then the Yahweh put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Yahweh said unto me, Behold, I will put my words in thy mouth. So uh, Yahweh put the words that he wanted Jeremiah to speak in his mouth. In verse 10, See, I have this day set over thee nations and over the kingdoms uh to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to, okay, and to go down to build and to plant. So what he's saying is Jeremiah got the, uh, uh, okay, he, Jeremiah got the root out, he got the root out, all the unrighteousness, I say. And he got to throw down, he got to destroy, and he got to uh, build and plant. So, other words, he got to teach the word to the people and and, and it planted in them. So, we, we, we can work with that. Um, Go to Ezekiel 36, verse number 8, and maybe maybe this can kind of help tie into that. That sounds pretty good, Mother. That sounds, I can, I can, I can, I can roll with that. So Ezekiel 36, verse number 8. So let's see what we can get out of 36, verse 8. Okay, Ezekiel 36, verse 8. But ye, O mountains of Israel, you shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. What's that supposed to mean, Mo? What's that supposed okay. to mean? Okay, uh, I know I, I I'm not sure the mountain is uh, the fields or just the people. 
That's the government, yeah. So that's that, uh, now they consider as government shit. Okay, that's good. And, and, and what else you get out of that bird? Okay. So it says shoot forth that branches. Uh, uh, shoot forth that branches and yield your fruit to my people. So other words it's saying teach the word to his people. Uh, oh, okay. So the seer's job is to teach the word to the people. That was it. That was, and, and that's how you sum that up, Mother? So the seer yeah. have a great responsibility on them. So when they get the message, his job is to take it to the people. See? So um, take it to the, they said branches. So let me tell you one precept on that, Mother. One, two, the 15th chapter, and look at St. John 15, 3. No, we just worry about five, one verse. Five and ten. How about that? Five and ten. Let's take a look at. Thank Yeah, we're going to St. John. Yeah, 15. And all we're looking at is verse five and ten. That's your hold it up. About five and verse ten. Saint John fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. First five and verse ten. Mm-hmm. Saint John fifteen. Oh, verse five and verse three. I am uh, the vine. Verse, yeah, verse 5 and 10. 5 and verse 10. 5 and 10, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. St. John chapter 15, verses 5 and verse 10. Verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. Verse 10. If you keep my commandments, my laws, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments, law, and abided in his love. Oh. So we find out that, that he said he brought his hand to come these branches are talking about a people, isn't it, mother? So when we precept the Bible, we found these branches are talking about the children of the book. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's talking about, the children of the book. He said, the children mm-hmm. of the book, the children of Israel, listen. He said, you had a hand to come, but you got to keep my law. He's the reason you're in condition right now. You don't know who you are. You're not keeping my law. And so how can you say you good but not keep my law? Oh, I got a good mate. How you got a good mate if you're not keeping the law? You got to keep the law. You got to keep the law. That's what he said. So now, when you're keeping the law, then you line up with the book. You got mm-hmm. to keep the law. So the fear job was to go to the children of Judah and tell them, you know, listen, you got to keep the law. That's the only way you're going to be good. You no good no other way but keeping the law. 
That's what he said. All right, it's excellent your pop that mother. We're going to see if we bring the young line in now because we see all the nuke signs have been removed. And, and maybe maybe young line, brother Makai Israel, want to mm-hmm. say something on the microphone. We don't know. We don't find out. You know, is he ready to look at that microphone and, and put his little brick in for take number six? What can we find and bring him in? Brother Makai Israel, child of Yah God Judah. That's why I did you see her. Yahweh bless you there. Spirit is real. Oh, see, Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, Mother read up a foul verse. I don't know that you hear it or not. She read it in the 33rd chapter. And he said, No man can see my face, Moses. No man can see my face. Not, not in Leah, Moses. Then Mother read a verse over there in Second Samuel 7 20. 7, 19, and 22, and 23, saying, this is talking about a great while to come. So do, do you got any idea when the children of Israel going to see his face? So, well, a picture you draw now, you can, you know, that, that's on your own, but we know he's a man of color. We keep clear about that part. But when somebody come up with a picture, you know, they got this. A trial come out. This is the face. Now I'm going with that stuff. It ain't no face. It ain't no face. The only thing you have to go by is word is color. This color is the color of a man of color. But do you want to take a shot at when would man of the children of Israel see his face there? Young line, you. you. Now, mother read it. He said, Moses, in the 33rd chapter, can no man see my face, Moses, not in Leah. But we know that was for a great while to come. Can you tell me, um, according to Scripture, when, is, when will the children of the elect see his face? Do you want to take a shot at that or you just want to go back? I don't know. We'll find out what you can work with that, young lion. What you gonna do? The mother read it already now. She he said, No man can see my face and live. That's what he said. You wanna take a shot at that young line? Uh you know what? Here's where see, Roy. Right now I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a sit back and uh 'cause I, I it's not coming to me though, but I I I I I'm kind of familiar where to go with it, but I just ain't coming to my mind right now exactly where to go. I got a, one thing in mind, but I gotta do a, I gotta make this a job. Uh, 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 chapter three, verse number eleven, going on here. You know, uh, okay. I mean, five. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure I'm speaking what I know. Okay, good. That's 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 great. So let's see if we find out when is this to happen that he said Moses came, mother read it earlier, so we're not going back over mother, mother, she of Israel, I'm profoundly touching that part. And we found out it was a great while to come, but since it's a great while to come, I want to, what can we go and read that when this is going to come? You mean that's in the Bible too? Yes. Let's go to 22, 1, 2, 3, 4, to find out when will the children of the elect be able to see him 
What got to happen? Got to have the name in your forehead. Got to be in your mind. You see that? Now you see that? You see that? Twenty-two, one, two, three, four. And that verse was pulled from Malachi three sixteen to eighteen. Now bring it out. See now, precept your Bible. So you see, we thundering all around, and, and Yahweh ain't gonna make no move. I'm just some great teaching going on. The teaching got to be about you're not going to see this name until you get the name right. So as long as you thumb around this man's name, you ain't got nothing coming. You can draw all the pictures you want to draw, but he said you're not going to see him until you get the name right. But that verse was pulled from Malachi 316 to 18, young line, Brother Makaya. Let's see what was, what was cool that we can read. Go ahead. All right. We're going to the book of Malachi, chapter 3. We want verse 16 down to verse 18. Verse 16 reads, Then they that feared the Yahweh spake often one to another. And the Yahweh hearkened mm-hmm. and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him. For them that fear the Yahweh, and that thought that they should be mine, says the Yahweh of hope. And that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them, as a man spared his own son that served him. Verse 18. Then shall ye return, and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth Yahweh, and him that serveth him not. Mm. You see that? Now, who want to take a shot at what the young lion just got to read? Young lion, you want to take a shot at that? Now, you don't ask him for a file on Satan that, young lion. Now, you want to take a shot at that? And then the mother's, the mother's all here. You want to take a shot at what you just got to read? Yeah, I'll take a shot at it. Uh, according to what he was reading in Malachi chapter 3, verse 16 down to 18, Yahweh, uh, out of Malachi to Sarah, Yahweh let it be known that the ones that fear Yahweh were speaking about Yahweh, uh, Yahweh had heard. And there was a book of reading unto them, the ones that feared him. But what they what they were speaking about, and they, uh, they thought about, and what they heard was the name. So a book of remembrance will be written for the ones that, uh, had some Yahweh in their mouth, you know, going on. And um, and he said, and he also let it be known that um, there'll come a point in time that Yahweh go have, uh, he go spare them. You know, just as one that spares his own son. And he also let it be known that um, we would be able, the ones that got some Yahweh going on in this time, we'll be able to discern from who is the righteous, because we know what we can read today, because we, we uh, know that righteousness, is uh, Deuteronomy chapter uh, uh, 6, verse 25, which is keeping the laws. And we know it will be discerned between the ones that's keeping the laws and the ones that's wicked, the ones that's not keeping the laws. So uh, that's what, that's that's pretty much to sum it all up. Oh, oh yeah, not be able to serve between the ones that serve Yahweh and who don't serve Yahweh. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, we, 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 we can work with notes there. We can, we can go with that. We can go with that. Right. All right. We can go with that. So, um, now, Mother, be a business. I want to uh, 
take a look at a statement right now, and you should be good and set up. Now you you ready to go. In the 13th chapter of Deuteronomy's month, see up there, what can we read in 13 verse 4 down to verse number 4 to 7? And Mother E has me 11 and 18 waiting on me. Mother E has me verse 11 and 18 waiting on me. But Mother, what can we read in the 13th chapter 4 down to verse 7? Take your time. Matter of fact, throw 8 in there just to make it sound good. You're on 13, 4 down to verse 8. And Mother E has me 11 and verse number 18, wait a moment. Let's see if we can get out of here. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 4 to 8. Let me read. You shall walk after Yahweh, your Yahweh, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice, and you shall serve him. And cleave unto him, verse five, and that, and that seer, or that dreamer, of dreams, shall be put to, is that what that is, to death, yeah. because he has spoken to turn you away from Yahweh, your Yahweh which brought you out of the land of Egypt and and redeemed you out of the house of bondage. Hold that point. Hold that point. Hold that point. Young line, read that verse. Read that, read that verse in your line. Coming right back to you. Come on back and read that verse in your line. Okay. The same verse, right? Deuteronomy, right? Same verse that Moses got to read. Read that verse. Okay. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 4 down to verse 8. Verse 4 reads, You should no, walk that, after... Verse 4. That's that one verse. The last verse she read. Oh, verse 8. I, 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 I already know you were paying attention. I read, I'm clear you were paying attention. So now we're going to see if you catch what needs to be caught. Read that verse. The last verse she just got to read. I know you was all paying attention. Go ahead. Okay. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse number 8. Verse 8 reads, you Verse 4. Verse 5. My read verse 4. Verse 5. The last one was 5, mother. Verse 5, because you read the rest of the Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. Verse 5. All right. The Deuteronomy, I thought you wanted the last verse that you had. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse number 5, read. And that, or that pastor, elder, bishop, 
or that dream of dreams shall not be put to death. Because he has spoken to turn you away from the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the, the family, I mean, the house of bondage, to thrust you out of the way which the Yahweh, your Yahweh, commanded you to walk in. So shall you put the evil away from the midst of you. Uh, let me see, can I tap out a little bit of that verse? Let me see, can I make a little detour? Um, Mother Z just said, you, you see, you want me to say that? Well, no, I, I go and knock it out, Mother Z. Let's see, can we do a little precept about going to the book of Ezekiel? Let's see, can we go back to Ezekiel, and that we're going to see real, um, we're going to Ezekiel and see what the best thing that fits what we just got to read, about going to see the book of Ezekiel. So, we're uh, trying to find something in Ezekiel that fits what we just got to read. That's the only way we can do that. We got to run into it. Then once we run into it in Ezekiel, then we, when we come back to that verse, that verse should be very well able. Now, in Ezekiel chapter, what I want, 11? I want 13. I hear you, hey, no, uh, Moses, I hear you plainly. I'm struggling right now. I want to deal with that because it's on the table. He said something, and I want to go back to that verse again. But I'm struggling big time because ain't nothing falling, ain't nothing falling in my head right now. Ain't nothing falling in my head right now. But I'm struggling on that verse right there, but I ain't. I, I can't that verse get away. So now, let's go to, let's go make it, I'll tell you what, I got to go, I got to go get another, I got to go to Jeremiah. I, I tell you what, let's go to Jeremiah. I'm going Jeremiah. Well, I'm going to Jeremiah. I want to get something, then come back to that verse again. I want to go to Jeremiah first. And get me something I need out of the 25th chapter of Jeremiah. I got to get me something that I need. Then we can come back to that verse. Let's go to Jeremiah 34 to 38. Let's see if we get, then we're coming back to that same verse again. I'm going to let Mother GF Israel read that verse again. And let's see. This time, will, will a young lion be more prepared to deal with that verse? Come on, young lion, give me that Jeremiah 25, 34 to 38. All right, we're going over to the book of Jeremiah 25, verse 34 down to verse 38. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 25, verse 34 down to verse 38, 34 reads, How ye shepherds and cry. And wallow yourselves in the ash and ashes, ye principles, ye principle of the flock, 
For the days of your slaughter and of your dispersion are accomplished, and ye shall fall like a pleasant vessel. Verse 35. And the shepherds shall have no way to flee, nor the principle of the flock to escape. Verse 36. A voice of the cry of the shepherds and a howling of the principle of the flock shall be heard. For the Yahweh hath spoiled their pastures. Verse 37. And the peaceable inhabitations are cut down because of the fierce anger of the Yahweh. Verse 38. He hath forsaken his covert, for their hand, for their land is desolate because of the fierceness of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. Now, now with all that said, uh, Mosey, not, not Mosey, I know Mosey already, um, you know, passed it on. Now they're coming right back, Mosey, up Israel. Come on back to verse 5 again. And when I asked the young line to, to go over that verse, he was all over the place. So now, Mosey, come on, come on back now. What you just got to read now. Now come mm-hmm. back and read verse 5. <laughs> and let's see how you handle this. And let's see what the young line be prepared to when, if uh, anything that don't go according to scripture, be able to five do the right form of the of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter thirteen verse five reads, and that shepherd or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken. To turn you away from Yahweh, your Yahweh, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thrust you out of the way which Yahweh, your Yahweh, commanded you to walk in. So shall thou put the evil away from the midst of you. Verse 6. Now, that's what I was talking about. Now, now, see, that's when those things get happened. When it is dealt with according to Scripture. We know he ain't dealing with no fear if he out of order. So that, and right. that, so that word right there could not have meant fear, period. So now after we went and cleaned it up and came back, mother stepped right on in there and and took care of business. Now that's what you got to do. See, you cannot put fear in that case because he said, I'm going to take care of these ones that are doing wicked. And you don't be no fear, Yahweh, if you got idle in your head. It don't work like that. Got it. So now, excellent mother, you pull it out in grass out. And Mother Z said, yep, he pulled out in grand style. Because in this case, that's talking about them shepherds, them bishops, them pastors, and all that. That's what that's talking about right there. Good. Now come on. Now come on, Mother. Now give me verse 6. Verse 6. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your or or thy son, or thy daughter, or thy wife, or thy 
bosom for your friend, which is as thine own soul, entice you secretly there. Let us go and serve others false jaquas which thou hast not known, thou nor your father. Verse 7. Namely, of the false jaquas of the people which are round about you, nigh unto you, or far off. From from you, from the one end of the earth, even unto the other end of the earth. Verse 8. Thou shalt not consent unto him, nor hearken unto him, neither shall thine eyes pity him, nor shall thou spare, nor shall thou conceal him. Yeah. Now, um, mother, you want to take a shot at that? And give you close the statement. Take a shot at that first. Then give a close the statement. Remember, remember, mother, mother E, mother Z, and the young lady all missing. You want to take a shot at what you just got to read from four to eight? Well, it's talking about the false shepherd. You, they teaching you to go. Another way, not keep Yaquas saying his law, then you're not supposed to listen to that that person. If he ain't talking Yaquas, you're not supposed to listen to him. And that's evil. And, and, uh, and another thing you're supposed to do, what mother in the, in the, in the last line of verse 8? In verse 8? Neither, right. said, neither shall you seal him, nor pity uh, him. So seal him, huh? So, so you don't try to cover him up and give excuse about him, huh? Yeah. Huh? You said you don't even try to give excuses about uh, they shall come. You always justify they wicked hand. You said you don't do that because if you do do that, what y'all say in the next line? He, he ain't gonna do. Y'all not. Oh, I, I, I've turned to see. I'm trying to get my clothes. <laughs> oh, okay, well, okay. Well, we're gonna get your clothes out there. We take it. We take it. We got tomorrow. That's all right. So you know, go ahead and get your clothes out there. Now, what's your clothes behind that? Oh, Isaiah chapter sixty-five. Uh, Verse 9, uh, it's, it's uh, talking about the elect as well. And it says that, verse 9, And I will bring forth a seed out of Israel and out of Judah, and an in, inheritor in, in of my mountain, and my elect shall inherit it, and my servants shall dwell there. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So it's elected Israel and Judah. Hallelujah. All right, we, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can work with that. Hey, Mother, Mother E, 
In verse number 11 and 18, of course, they, can you have those three out, mother? In verse number 11 and 18, what that say? Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18. 18. Oh, verse 11, 13, 18. 11, and 18. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 11 and 18. Verse 11. And all Israel shall hear and fear and shall do no more any such wickedness as this is among you. Verse 18. And I shall hearken to the voice of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, to keep all his commandments, which I command thee this day, to do that which is right in the eyes of the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Was there a shot at that moment? Funny. You want to take a shot at it? Oh. Verse 11 and 18, you want to take a shot at it? Okay, verse 11, it says, All Israel shall hear and fear and do no more any such weakness as this is among you. So... Israel, uh, in verse 11, Israel got to hear and do no, uh, hear the word and do no more weakness. Mm-hmm. As, as if it is among you. So the weakness that is among Israel, they, um, they can't do it. They, they ain't supposed to do it no more. Because they hear the word. And, 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 and verse 18, what is that? Verse 18. And thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, to keep all his laws, which I command thee this day, to do that which is right in the eyes of the Yahweh, your Yahweh. So once you hear, hear, and fear, you're supposed to do all that's right in the sight of Yahweh. Who is he telling us to? So who is he telling us to, Mother? The whole world or is anything? Who is he telling us to have a close day? So then give me a close day. Who is he telling us? He's talking to all Israel. Oh, that's what I want to hear. He's talking to all Israel. See, you can't be like them, Israel, or all Israel. See, you can't be what they say you be the best you can be. You can't do that. Not all Israel, because the man going to do you some damage. All Israel. See, you can't do what they do. Huh? You got to keep the law, statutes, and commandments. All Israel. Actually, mother, I got a close thing behind that, mother. You want to talk to me? Thank and praising Yahweh for the class. Thank and praising Yahweh for the seer. Thank and praising Yahweh for each and every one that's attending the class. And I'm going to read um, three verses of uh, Deuteronomy chapter 10, starting at verse 12. And now, Israel, what do the Yahweh, your Yahweh, require of thee? 
but to fear the Yahweh, your Yahweh, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with all their mind and with all their soul. Verse 13, to keep the commandments of the Yahweh and his statutes, which I command thee this day for your good. Verse 14, behold, the heavens and the heavens of heaven is the Yahweh, your Yahweh, the earth also with all that therein is. Verse 15, only the Yahweh had a delight in thy father to love him, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people, as it is this day.
the Yahweh of hosts, I am the first and the last. I am the I am the first and besides me I am the first. <laughs> I skipped that. Okay. I am the last first. I am the first. I am the last. And besides me, there is no Yahweh. And I'm going to say, hallelujah. 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 He himself has made me Lord of all creatures. I am God of this earth. I am to bring the entire earth under subjection. I am man. I am Adam. I was fashioned from the dust of the ground by the Lord's hand. He himself has made me Lord of all creatures. I am God of this earth. 
iron man, I am Adam. I was fashioned from the dust of the ground by the Lord's hand. He himself has made the Lord of all creatures. I am God this earth. I am to bring the entire earth under subjection. I am man. I am Adam. Oh, according to Wikipedia, head of the church is a title given in the New Testament to Jesus. In Catholic ecclesiology, Jesus Christ is called the invisible head, the heavenly head, while the Pope is called the visible head or the earthly head. Therefore, the Pope is often and officially called the vicar of Christ by the faithful. The Pope, according to Wikipedia, head of the church is a title given in the New Testament to Jesus. In Catholic ecclesiology, Jesus Christ is called the invisible head, the heavenly head, while the Pope is called the visible head or the earthly head. Therefore, the Pope is often and officially called the vicar of Christ by the faithful. Wikipedia, on March 7, 321, however, Roman Emperor Constantine I issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor, stating, All judges and city people and the craftsmen shall rest upon the venerable day of the sun. According to Wikipedia, on March 7, 321, however, Roman Emperor Constantine I issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor, stating, All judges of city people and the craftsmen shall rest upon the venerable day of the sun. According to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Lord's Day, until his resurrection, Jesus Christ and his disciples honored the seventh day as the Sabbath. After his resurrection, Sunday was held sacred as the Lord's Day in remembrance of his resurrection on that day. See Acts chapter 20, verse 7, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. According to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Lord's Day, until his resurrection, Jesus Christ and his disciples honored the seventh day as the Sabbath. After his resurrection, Sunday was held sacred as the Lord's Day in remembrance of his resurrection on that day. See Acts chapter 20 verse 7, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 2. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Okay, well, Mother E, everybody has been nuked out the broadcast but you, Mother. So, Mother E, if you want to take a one more shot at something over in Deuteronomy, set up for tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And the 18th chapter, can you help those see out? Let's see what we can get out of this, Mother. In the 18th chapter of Deuteronomy, let's see what you can pull out of this. Let's start reading at verse 15. I break in. And I break in. But before, but, but before you read that now, give me Malachi 3, 10 to, 10 to 12. Give me Malachi 2, I mean 3, 10 to 12. Give me that first. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, 11, and 12. Then we'll take it from there. 
Malachi 3, 10 through 12. What do you say, Mother? Okay. Book of Malachi, chapter 3. Into twelve. Yes, ma'am. What does that say? Malachi chapter three, verse ten. Bring ye all the tithes unto the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now. Here we are, said the Yahweh of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Verse 11. And I will rebuke the adversary for your sake, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, said the Yahweh of hope. Twelve. All nations mm-hmm. shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, said the Yahweh of hosts. Mm-hmm. Well, give me a precept on that, Mother, in, in Hebrews 7, verse 6 and 7. You don't see a precept on that. Now, you're going to say something real good, Mother. The book of about this blessing in the book of Hebrews mm-hmm. chapter seven. Yeah, make it seven, verse seven. Make it seven, verse seven. What what does that say in seven, verse seven? Seven, seven. Okay. Hebrews chapter seven. Come on, man. Book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 7. And without contradiction, the lesson is blessed of the death. Of so the death. Better. So you're blessed when you follow what the man got ready. So, Mother, we'll leave it, we'll leave it, we'll leave it right there so we find out one thing. If we make a decision according to the Bible, we are find a blessing. If we continue doing what we're doing now, we're going to remain in, the, in what we're in right now. So we're not going to worry about Deuteronomy tomorrow. We'll take care of tomorrow at 6 o'clock. But he made it plain to us. We are blessed and we better and we bless the less. So we do what the man tells us to do. So we got to understand these things. If you want your blessing, you will have to do what the Bible requires us to do. And tomorrow we're going to take care of this Deuteronomy 18, 15, down to verse 22. So we're going to take care of all that tomorrow, Mother. All that good stuff we should be taking care of tomorrow. So we'll get on that tomorrow. And the pleasure was on the seers and to hear the mothers, the elders, the brothers, sisters. All the international line per take number six. And we'll catch you all tomorrow at six o'clock sharp. With the WCC, we let you come on at six o'clock live tomorrow. It's up to us.
ancient and honored name of Yahweh. So, the very oldest scripts you can never found. 